This is getting better and better. Get some recipes. Look at that. Yes, sir. You haven't peaked yet. Mmm, I just can't, mm, I just can't wait. That's a lesson that games are not played on paper. No. But they're played on the field. I told you guys, I told you. I told you. Welcome to Evolve, a lifestyle brand that disrupts conventional thinking and challenges you to evolve your soul, evolve your body, evolve your mind, and evolve your tribe. And now, it's time to disrupt. You have value, and you are not alone. When I close my eyes, I can see a whole different world. Wow, yeah. that's what I want to do, man. And you're listening to another Evolve Short. This was a fun conversation. Miles and I just kind of did off the cuff that we thought we'd turn into a short. Uh, this week we dropped an episode with Jennifer Salerno and she talked a lot about uh, meditation. So we thought it would be fun to go a little bit deeper on what are our thoughts, how are we meditating, and uh, how's that affecting our lives. So I hope you enjoy this short. And now it's time to disrupt. I love meditation. This is probably... I was to pick one thing in my whole life that really has made like a profound difference is meditation. So talk about that. Why why is it so profound for you? What what did it do for you or what has it done for you? Because it makes you stop. You know, we 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 we've we've become these creatures of emotion and whenever something hits us, we act on it. You know, I um I, I had a friend a long time ago who uh you know, he would have too much to drink and we would be out in the clubs and somebody could stare at him and he wanted to start a fight or somebody would say something and, and it was just, and you know, and I didn't know much about meditation at the time. I didn't know much about, you know, when people talk about controlling your emotions. And as I got older and I started to realize in order to control an emotion, you first have to be aware of it in a, in a truly yep. awareness form, you know, and in order to be aware of it, once you're aware of it, you can stop. And excuse me, one sec. Well, that's, <laughs> I think that's great because that's what meditation, the first thing is you become aware. A lot of people have this bullshit idea that meditation is about sitting into nothingness. And that's not really what it is. Meditation, first and foremost, is about awareness. If you right. find your mind going a million different directions, you just become aware of it. You don't judge it. If you find right. that your butt bone hurts, well, you become aware of that. Like, don't judge; just be right. aware. Yeah. And then most of our most of our reactions, oftentimes, are habitual. Yeah. And yeah. and when you when you're not aware of how habitual those actions are, you don't have the opportunity to pause and say, "Wait a minute, I can literally choose the emotion." that I want in this particular instance. And this is this is not easy. <clears throat> it's not easy, but it is the start. So if there's something you don't like, your automatic reaction is to like, I don't like it. Yeah. But yeah. You're, once you're aware that you can stop that and say, let me try to like it. You have literally done a profound shift in your thinking because liking and disliking is nothing more than a habit. And meditation yeah, allows point. you to see that. It's and, and I can't I can't express that enough. You know, that phrase I told you a long time says what we aim for in meditation 
is to reduce our ability, what is it, to reduce our ability to, to, oh, I forgot how the phrase goes. I just love this phrase. But really what it is, it's about these habits and the triggers of those habits. And just being aware of both of those so you can choose what reaction you want to have, even though it is very difficult. You know, I think that I agree with you. I think most of our responses are trained. Some we have where we can choose our response in the moment. But, and this is a huge, huge but, I'm talking about like massive but. Like that but that you can't see past when you're walking down the grocery right. store aisle, right? <laughs> yeah. The big but here is that even when you choose, you have created a habit of choice. So like I've found over the years that through meditation, I can, I can expand that space between the stimulus, whether it's annoyance or happiness or whatever it is. I can expand that space between the stimulants and that what my final response to life is. Right. Right. But that's because I've trained it through meditation. Right. And so I agree right. with you that most of our responses are trained and habitual. I would almost say all of them are. Because even in those moments yeah. where you choose your response, it's because you created a habit of slowing down so that you can right. choose that response. Right. That's right. I've, I, I, I really... I truly get to see it <clears throat> with um, raising my son. I really get mm -hmm. to see it because so many reactions early on were just the reactions of my father. Yeah, and, yeah, we all do and, that. And, I did you know, the same just, thing. I'm, yeah. I'm being my dad. And I've yeah. started to realize through meditation, first of all, I don't need to be like my dad. Mm -hmm. Is this the right response? And... Oftentimes, and I think you and I have talked about this before, you know, my son would look at me like I'm crazy because he would see me at that that intersection between reacting immediately and pausing. Yeah. And, and you can feel really discombobulated when you're starting to learn this because your automatic reaction is right there. It's, it, it, you, you feel the emotion, but your meditative mind has said, stop. Yeah, yeah stop and rethink this and there are some emotions that you know there's some emotional things that i inherited from my father that i've truly investigated and i go i like that response but there's some mm -hmm. other ones i had to get rid of and like as i said earlier it's, not it's part of it's cultural and time oriented right, right. like i think about right. my dad and i talk and my dad and i were on the phone last night and we were having a conversation and we got off the phone and my wife says oh that was so cute i love that conversation between you and your dad and there, and like anybody, as you go through life, you find yourself responding like your parent. And they right. say, wait a minute, is that the right choice? And sometimes right. it's not. Not that my dad did anything wrong per se. Right, but exactly. It's that now, in today's day and age, the way you parent is slightly different because of what you're dealing right. with. I mean, there right. are issues that I have to deal with with my kids, my parents never had to deal with. Like right. I never had the conversation of, hey, get the hell off your phone and get your get your nose out of your phone all the time. My parents never had that conversation. There was no such thing. Right. My dad and I were joking. Right. There was a duck phone that we used to have that would quack, right? That was the coolest <laughs> phone. There was no such thing as an iPhone. We had the duck right. phone. And so right. I think that that moment where you, if you train yourself through meditation to pause, 
you can evaluate your internal programming. You can say, okay, hardware, software, where am I at? All right, right. time to rewrite the software. This right. is still part of my hardware. The way I respond, it's still part of my hardware. I got to be a direct person because that's who I am. But I can program some software in there that's going to work for my my response yeah. in this particular and, situation. And you get to practice with smaller emotions. You know, obviously it's more difficult Nuance. when the emotion yep. is a super large one. But right. since since our days are filled with triggers, there's also the really subtle trigger. Like if you look around the room you're sitting in, you look around your house, all those things are triggers. You know, you yep. go to a supermarket, yep. you're walking around, everything is a trigger. And, and they don't necessarily trigger you to this high emotion. So you can practice right. on the low right. trigger things. You know, it's I notice when I wake up, I this is these are the, the rituals that I do. And those that, that room is a trigger, it's habits. And you say, okay, instead of crawling out of the bed on the side of the bed, I'm gonna do, get out at the bottom of the bed. And it's mm. that subtlety, mm. that subtlety of dealing with triggers that can set you off just a little bit allows you to practice so that when you get into the larger trigger, you can start to say, okay, I'm not gonna react. I'm just, I'm, let me just pause and feel the emotion. Well, it's almost like you, you put the world into two different buckets. It's the shit that matters and the shit that doesn't matter. But yeah. the shit that doesn't matter, like how do you get out of the bed, becomes the shit that matters because you that's how you train yourself to disrupt. Yeah. Right? Through that right. disruption, you create evolution. Yeah. And those and yeah. then that's what happened. It's it's funny because I the the successful people I see in any aspect of life are the people who have disrupted the small patterns. So right. that when they get to the big patterns, when they get to the big decisions, they make better decisions at that point. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's so important. I you know, it's funny, you know. 15 years ago, meditation was like, oh, this is kind of new aging. Yeah, right. Yeah, weird. Sit in there and close, but it's weird. And yeah. and now it's just this absolute necessary tool if you want to get past your automatic habits. Now, there's a, a whole list of other things you can do with meditation. You know, we're only talking about one aspect of it. You know, if you want to familiarize yourself with something, you can sit down and you can contemplate an object, a hobby, and you could, it, it just lends itself to so many things. Well, and that's that one of the I'm, reasons why we talk about real men meditate, right? Because right. I think men in particular need meditation. I'm not saying that women don't, right? But right. men have been resistant to it because it seems foo-foo and it seems, you know, kind of this pansy way to live life. But real men do meditate because it allows you to, to develop the control of your own personal universe if you want to right. control things that are around you you want to get control of your money your 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 finances your body all of these other things but you can't control your personal universe inside through meditation right not a chance right. in hell you're going to do that that's why real men truly meditate they do it on a regular basis you know recently uh so we just dropped an episode this week with jennifer salerno and Jen and I met a couple of weeks ago to say, because I, I said, hey, I've got some very specific goals and I want to reprogram some of these things. You're an expert in meditation and I need to learn some new methods of meditation. And she taught me a few things that have just been mind blowing. And I can tell you, 
my whole world has changed since I've been implementing some of these different meditative practices. Oh, yeah. There's a certain way that I meditate in, at night. There's a certain way that I meditate in the morning. And I'll tell you, the other day I'm walking down the street on one of my nightly walks and I felt like I was walking on clouds. And I just thought to myself, everything in my world has changed. I don't think the same. I don't feel the same. <laughs> All this bullshit that I used to, you know, tell myself and these excuses and whatever, it just, it, it's faded away. And it's almost like I look at it and say, wow, that's, that, that's horrible. Like, how, how did I ever create that type of life? How did I ever paint that painting in my life, right. so to speak? It's just, it's, it's right. garbage. And my, my world has changed. And so I think through meditation, we are able to recreate our life in whatever way well, we want you, it to you, be. You think about let's 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 play with um an extreme case you know these uh yeah. these mass shootings and let's think about where they come from the individual person the individual person yeah. Yeah. has to think of something that he doesn't like or whatever and automatically react to it okay and that's what they instead of you know the ability to sit there and think like what am i going to do like what what is this and you know being a 63 year old man i've had murderous thoughts mm -hmm. and and i've you know never ever thought that i could act on them but i've had the thought but imagine had i been a person who would act on them and now i have this tool called this med called meditation where yeah, i sit down yeah. and contemplate why do I want to do this? What's going to be the outcome of this? Why do I feel this way? I can actually change how I feel about this way and then not do it. So the people who act automatically on their on, on, on their emotions, and I am 100% certain that 90% of those people, after they've committed some act, sit there and understand like, why did I do that? So I like where you're going with this. You know, you're talking about murderous thoughts or you could even just you know chunk it into this idea of dark thoughts so the guy that gets you know flies off the handle and hits his wife the right. uh, the the person that's stuck in a part of the city that is gang related um and just says well that's the direction i've got to go right. real men don't do that because real men meditate and gain control of their life you had experience with this i remember a time where you told me that you had to get yourself out of a tough situation where somebody gave you a bag of guns and said, here, <laughs> run these out of here. And you were in, you weren't, you weren't always in the best situations, right? It wasn't something that you necessarily chose to be in or not be in, but you weren't always in the, in these great situations. And yet look at where you're at now as a very peaceful, calm, contemplative, yeah, spiritual yeah. man you rose above that and i think a lot of yeah. people would say well what my environment and be, be but this but that like you literally were in those situations where you could have gone down a totally different path yeah 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 um i guess i feel like i've been kind of lucky in in terms of the people that i've met who have handed me certain types of tools you know, it's but, like you're walking down the street. It's also what you take, to... right? I mean, we all have that shit. Everybody's got somebody in their life that's going to give them a positive nugget, right? And do you take that nugget yeah, and that's you build true. off of 
look good, right? right. Yeah. I don't I don't care where you're at. I don't care if, if you are in the slum of the slum, in whatever city you're in, when you grow up, you're gonna be given shit and you're gonna be given nuggets of wisdom. You took those nuggets of wisdom. And then over time, you learned how to meditate and make yourself a better person. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I like your smile I mean, there. You're like, it, yeah, it, I'm awesome. It doesn't have to be a slum. You know, people who come from really wealthy environments also pick up the worst of hacking habits. Yeah, I'm not talking about slum no. in terms of financial. I'm talking about slum in terms of the slummiest emotional, mental, and spiritual part yeah. of yeah. life. Right. We, we, we all inherit. We, 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 we inherit through, I, I shouldn't say inherit. I'm not going to use the word inherit because inherit sounds like something almost before birth. You know, this is after birth. Once you're here as a, as a, you're, you're like a sponge and you emulate the emotional life of those people around you from the time you come through that womb. And, and all you're watching is emotional reactions. Mm -hmm. You're watching people's other habits. And the kind of tragedy is you're too young to know how to not do those things. So all you do yeah. is absorb. Yeah. All you do is absorb. And then all of a sudden, after so many years, you think that's your identity. Oh, this is yeah. me. Yeah. How many yeah. times have we heard people uh, be like, well, it's just who I am. Yeah. And those are the people you look at them and you go, you have not investigated who you are, you know? And, and that's, meditation and that's allows you to investigate yeah. who you are and to make okay, so what, what are you doing choice. right now? How, how are you meditating right now? 63 years old. You just had your birthday. You turned 63. I just had mine. I turned 45. How are you meditating right now? So what, what I'm trying to do now, I do my regular meditation, which is, if, if I'm feeling, you know, there are times where you feel when you sit down to meditate, you can just go to this other place. And then there are other times where you've got a lot on your mind and you know that it's going to be rougher to get there. When I'm faced with that, I just sit and I look at the space. I, you know, it's funny. I've been looking at space as time. You know, we don't look at space. We, we look at long distances as time, but short distances because of their proximity, we don't look at, you know, if you're standing next to somebody, they're right there with you, but it takes time to get to them, even if you have to reach to touch them. So yeah, I've been looking yeah. at space as time, you know, where I'm sitting now and I'm looking at the wall and I'm looking at the space in between me and the wall <clears throat> and thinking, okay, that takes time to get there. And you start to feel really weird when you when you play with the whole idea of space between you so i do that and that usually signals it triggers something in me where i can now close my eyes and then when i close yeah. my eyes i start to think about any emotion that was automatic and ask myself how do i want to play with this so that's what i've been doing now so talk about what's the benefit of that. So if you've been doing that and you're talking about this space, what, what are you noticing? Well, what I'm noticing is, is the gap that's created when I'm in those situations. And so it's really the gap. I, I just, I, I, I want to really nuance 
and feel super in charge of the gap that's created between the emotion that comes up, the pause, and then the shifting of the emotion in any given situation. That's what I really want. I just, I would literally, I would literally want, if I was to choose, if you were to say, what's your aim in all of this? The aim is to really control the gap. Like mm. emotion comes, I stop. Because you start, I start to realize, again, when you strip away the word of whatever it is that triggers you, you're left with nothing except energy. Mm. There's energy. And so now that you have this ball of energy in your body, the next question is, what would I like to do with this? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm no Without longer judgment. angry. Anger is a great emotion, right? Without judgment. Right. I mean, anger is a great emotion. There's a lot of energy in anger. Lots of energy. Right? Yeah. And so you ask yourself, Love. what do I do with this energy? Same thing. Yeah. 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 What do I want to do with this? Where do I want to transpose this? Mm. And so I just, I really want to be skilled at it so that I can almost ultimately walk through life gently. You know, like that's that. that's really I like it. That. I just want to walk through life gently. I, I want it, it's it's almost like my entire emotional life. I would like to gently push it to the side and then experience all these things that I'm around that really affect me. You know, like when I go out in the back and you know, there's a group of trees back there. I call it my offensive line. And I literally feel like <laughs> I'm, talking about that, yeah. I'm standing behind yeah. this offensive line of these great trees. Yeah. But I go out and I experience that. And and that's ultimately where I'm trying to go with this meditation. Yeah, that's really cool. I think like you though, um, I, I'm using meditation for maybe a different I yeah, I want to shift my reality. I want to expand the space between the stimulus and response. I want to be aware yeah. of the space, but I also want to be like you're talking about. I want to take the energy and then decide where am I going to funnel that to. You talk about walking through your life gently. I want to walk through life boldly and fiercely at this mm -hmm. stage of life. And so my meditation at night and in the morning are related to how do I recreate my reality based on what is inside of my soul? How do I look at the ultimate soul purpose that I have and then create that? And so yeah. as I'm focusing more on that question and focusing more on reiterating what, what it is that's inside of my soul, there are just moments where I, I'll be sitting in my office or I'll be walking down the road or I'll be in the weight room lifting and I'll say, holy shit, like that old thing, that's just no longer a part of my life. I don't need it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I break up with it. I retire from it. Whatever you want to, it's, you know, it's just, and then I move forward with this sense of confidence and boldness in this new direction that yeah. feels amazing because that's what's in my soul. And so yeah. um, it, it, it's just, it's phenomenal. And like we talked about, I think real men meditate. Obviously, men and women need to meditate. I yeah. think it's beneficial for all but I'm going to stick with my theme over and over and over again, that if you want to be a real man, you've got to learn how to meditate because that is how you yeah. get in touch with your emotion. You get yeah. in touch with what's inside of you so that you can be the best man that you can be. Yeah. 
Yeah, agreed. Awesome. Well, great conversation um, on on meditation. Uh, I'd, I'd love to hear. We'd love to hear from our listeners about. You know, how are, are they meditating right now? If they are, what are they doing? What are you doing to improve your life through meditation? Uh, drop us a line, let us know. If there's something that's working for you, uh, uh, shoot us a message. Uh, if you wanna hear about how Miles is doing his meditation or how I'm doing my meditation, uh, you can shoot us a message on our personal Instagram accounts or you can shoot us a message on the uh, EvolveCast Instagram. And there you have it, our evolutionary listeners. Another Evolve short is in the books. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at evolve underscore cast. Join the Evolve community by going to evolve-cast.com to pick up our Real Men Meditate clothing line. Like this episode, life is short. Now it's time for you to get out there and evolve.